You are now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast. Whether you are a new collector or a seasoned pro, on a daily basis, I cover topics to help you grow your hobby knowledge and strategies to make you money in the market. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about... I think I feel like I say that a lot. Talk a little bit about... I'm going to talk about uh, the prospects in the MLB that are being called up. It's that time of the season, I think, towards the beginning of the season when we saw some of these opening day and 30 and 60-man rosters coming through, and we saw that we saw basically who was going to be making these rosters. Also, there's they can change the 60-man rosters, I guess. So I don't know how that exactly worked because I did see some team added and dropped some players from their 60-man roster. So I don't know exactly what was the point of the 60-man roster. I mean, I guess it's only really to have people... Because I think like the Red Sox are playing in Providence, which is where the uh where the Red Sox the Pawtucket, I guess, not Providence, but the Pawtucket, they're playing at the Pawtucket Stadium. Um so I'm I do wonder what's happening with the with the Blue Jays organization. They're probably playing at a different stadium because the Blue Jays are playing at the Buffalo Bison Stadium. I think that's the name of their minor league team. So I don't know. I wonder what's happening there. But either way. Uh, now we're starting to see, we're about halfway through the season, we're starting to see a lot of these prospects that were going to be called up this year, or maybe are getting a little bit ahead of themselves getting called up. I mean, the big names that really made their debuts in the past few weeks or so, I mean, obviously Joe Adele a couple weeks ago, and then Casey Mize made his Major League debut, Joey Bart made his debut, Christian Pache made his debut, and I'm sure there's other people that I'm not mentioning from here, but... I honestly think that we're probably at that point of the season where you're just going to start seeing a lot of these prospects getting their major league debuts this season of any of the players that were projected. I feel like here and there you may see some players that maybe weren't going to make their debuts this year like but I also think that you're more you're going to see more of those players on teams that are kind of borderline out of it like you know the Red Sox don't have any top top prospects um Jeter Downs obviously is one of them but I I, I don't see uh also Bobby Dahlbeck I think is one of their prospects and then um Christian Cassia or Cassius I think is another one of their prospects I don't expect anybody that would have made their major league debut because they also sort of expanded the rosters. I'm not sure if they're doing it this year like how they do in most years where they go from 25 to 40 towards the end of the year. I feel like they may... I don't remember seeing an announcement about any type of roster expansion. So I think the whole season is just going to be 30. I feel like they may expand it to 40, which really doesn't make too, too much of a difference. But uh, I think we're... It's ex- I mean it's exciting to finally see these players get those get those calls up to the majors and you know uh, obviously we're seeing no one is going to be getting their rookie cards this year uh, no no prospects that are getting called up or getting their rookie cards like Joey Bart made his debut I think he was either yesterday or two days ago I bought some of his call up. Uh, cards like five bucks a piece and I mean I think that's kind of I've talked about that on a podcast earlier. Um, last week, I believe I talked about the call-up cards and why I like them. Uh, so 
I mean, for five bucks a card, I think if like if you're spending twenty, thirty bucks and you're getting a bunch of cards, like I think I feel like that's. I'd rather maybe do that than go and buy like a hobby or, or a blaster box or something like that. And I mean, that kind of this isn't another point that I'm going to make here, but I'm seeing this on Twitter and I had to stay. I was so for the past two days, I've been I visited some family in on the Cape in Falmouth, where I'm from, and I had to stop going on Twitter because it's I don't I'm not sure why cuz well so I think it's everyone's complaining about the people at the stores because it gets engagement and they get followers and they get engagement on their tweets but it's like who cares seriously and I mean I I feel like I don't know if to me sure if 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 you're going there and you're buying these whatever products it's not like people are opening the... I don't know. I'm not sure at what point people just stop paying the extra money for the pricing of these basketball cards. Because, like, I I feel like every single time someone... Like, if you're opening... If you're... Just join a break. Just don't even... Don't pay... And I understand that it's annoying for people who want to open the product themselves. Um, it, it, it That they can't get it. But I don't... I mean, I don't know... You can there's baseball. I feel like there's baseball products. Like, I don't, I don't know. So, I keep seeing people post pictures of people like waiting for the, the for the vendors to come in. It's like who cares? I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's annoying because it's like, I saw a very funny video. So Cherries Collectibles is an Australian card shop, and they posted a really good video that honestly, because they were, um, <laughs> which. I don't want to butcher it. It's it's just basically they were making fun of people who say that the hobby is ruined um, over everything, everything, every single thing that happens in the hobby, the hobby is ruined or whatever, you know. So these people, like, if they're going to make 20 bucks on a blaster box, like, I don't know. It's like there's there's other ways to do it. So just like if, if, if it's something that you don't want to do, then just don't pay any attention to it. Like it doesn't. I'm also, there's one picture, I think, of a bunch of people waiting in line, and I'm not 100% convinced they're all waiting for cards. Like, they all they all look like they may be waiting for cards, like they're standing right next to the line, but they could just be in line. Like, it could just be a long, because for me, the target, the the card line is right next to one of the regular lines. So, like, you easily could, you easily could line up the picture and be like, wow, this line, which granted, I think, the the shelf you could see with the cards but i don't i don't know it's just like and i and i don't this is the i think this is the only time i'm ever i'm ever going to address this and i feel like i try and stay away from topics that are just like that i just don't agree with or i don't like but it's just like i you, i can't even go on twitter without someone being like this is how the hobby is going to go down it's like I, who what hobby are you talking about like you think that people buying $20 boxes and selling them for $40 is going to ruin the hobby? Like, I, that's insane to me. Like, you're, that's just not correct. Like, and I understand that tweet is going to get you the engagement from the people who also think that. And for someone like me to be like, hey, who cares what these people are doing? Nobody, nobody, there will, there would probably be people who would agree, but at the same time, there's definitely more people who are on the side of they just want to get the followers and likes and engagements on Twitter than like just trying to turn away and not really look. But you, you know, I don't know. So if this if this changes one person's opinion on people buying retail, then that's good enough for me because it's like like I said, who cares? 
But so, like, let's get back to let's get back to call ups. I guess. I mean, that was sort of the topic that I was discussing before I got into the whole thing about Twitter. Um, so the players are getting called up. Like I said, I think you're going to see probably teams that are out of it, which is another reason why I think I don't like the fact that they expanded the playoffs because I think now we're going to see more mediocre teams have a chance at the, at the, to make it to the playoffs. So that means I think we're going to see potentially less prospects on borderline teams. Like, and like for, I mean, the Red Sox, I, like I said, I don't think they have too many prospects to bring up that are like notable that I think would be worthy of getting this call up card. Um, but you see, like maybe the Giants, like they, I feel like they still have a chance. I feel like at this point, everybody kind of still has a chance. Like if you go on, like I think we're about halfway through the season now. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure most teams have played at least 30 games because I also think that now we're definitely past the point of the. Um, service time or whatever for the MLB players. Like, I forget exactly. Like I said, I didn't see an exact date, like how most years I think it's like 20 or 30 games into the season is like the date of when prospects can then start getting called up. And I didn't see that for this season, so I don't know if we're past it, but I feel like halfway through the season we're probably past that date. So, you know, I mean, Joey Bart, I think – is definitely, I think Joey Bart's one of the more interesting prospects because, you know, for whatever reason, like, I don't know if you guys listen to the hobby, no, 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 sorry, the um, the Mojo Breaks podcast, they've talked about this conversation, they've had this conversation a bunch of times, basically whenever Joey Bart kind of comes up on comes up in conversation, they bring this up, they bring up the fact that, like, Buster Posey is, like, one of the best catchers of this generation, but, like, he his prices aren't, like, he's not, like, a superstar in the hobby, even though he sort of is, like, in the game. Like, he has MVPs. He has multiple World Series titles. He has the longevity in the league. And, I mean, I think he's getting to the point in his career where it's almost over. And I think Joey Bart is probably the guy. Like, I think they also have another catcher. And I know I did see someone on Twitter talking about, uh, talking about the other catcher that has been playing and that he's young as well and that he's actually good and that maybe people are overlooking him as maybe the next Giants catcher. But, you know, I don't know if that then means that Joey Bart might get traded because if they are, or maybe they just carry two catchers because it's like, I don't know, if they don't care, like maybe they're, they look at it and they say, well, we would rather have this other catcher and Joey Bart. So that way, you know, maybe. Maybe they look at it and they say, "Well, these are the guys who we think these are these are the we want both of them on the team because we're replacing a historic like um I don't know history I guess history like historic type of player with uh with Buster Posey and if you're trying to replace that I don't think like it's going to be hard to it's it's going to be hard to replace the the player who is basically your your franchise player, essentially, at the catcher's position. It's going to be hard to probably replace that player with just, like, one guy. And I don't necess- I don't know if they think that maybe they don't have the guy yet. Or maybe if they... And we're also, granted, Joey Bart just made his debut, so it's it's there's tons of players that make their debuts that don't end up being good players. So I think you got to look at it that way. If you are a Joey Bart collector, I just think that looking at the Buster Posey situation, looking at like what his cards do, 
is kind of an interesting case study for like a player who doesn't really sell very well in the hobby, like isn't considered like a hobby superstar, but like is a Hall of Fame generational type player who maybe should get a little bit more shine. I don't know, and maybe and it might even take it might even take him retiring and then getting into the Hall of Fame for people to really recognize. Or it could just be that like catchers, maybe maybe catchers are like the big men of basketball for baseball like where for forever uh big men in basketball never they didn't really get their shine like the shacks and that's why shack i think is is probably one of the best big men and i think honestly his car like just quickly about basketball i think shack is probably the best big man hobby player you can get because because now he's on tv he's going viral he's He's the spokesperson for Papa John's. He owns a bunch of restaurants. Like, I think he owns, like, a bunch of Chick-fil-A's. So he's, like, a superstar outside of the game and within the game. I think within the... He's considered a top 15, probably, player of all time. And, I mean, I think he's probably a top 5 Laker, which I think is a big deal um, if you are... If you're an NBA fan, to be a top five Laker, you're looking at players like Wilt Chamberlain. I think now that I, now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm not sure. Or like Kobe, or like Magic Johnson, or you know, um, I, or I guess you could put LeBron in that. I don't know if you put LeBron in that conversation. He just got there, so I don't know. But I mean, you look at top Laker players of all time, and I think Shaq is in that conversation for top five Laker players, which is Lakers being the biggest fan base. It feels like his. Um, fan appeal maybe better than some other top big men in the league, and maybe it's the same with catchers. Like maybe people look at Buster Posey after he retires and they say, "Well, he was the best catcher of this generation. He should get some more respect." And and I don't know. I I don't think it's. I don't even know if if it's like people need to just talk about him more because I feel like there are you know you obviously see. I, I, I'm not going to go out and say nobody collects him because there are people you see on Instagram and on Twitter. You know, they post their collections. They got Buster Posey's in there. And, I mean, it's a great – like I said, he's probably the best catcher of this generation from – I don't I don't know. I, I mean, he's won – like I said, he's won MVPs. Also, I'll just get – also, here's where I'll end the episode. If you are looking to buy Joey Bart's PSA – no, Joey Bart's Superfractor Auto PSA 10 graded, uh, first Bowman. It's actually on eBay right now for nine hundred or ninety nine thousand nine hundred. No, no. Yeah, no ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and basically a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't think it's been up there for a while. So I don't know if the person doesn't planning on selling it, but like, I feel like it, it. There's a chance that if he goes on like a little bit of a run here during this season, there's a chance I feel like that he could, that card could sell. Not Maybe not for $100,000, but maybe somebody puts in an offer. I think the super, the Mike Trout Superfractor, and that's what I'm going to be talking about on tomorrow's episode, because tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, is the end of a bunch of huge golden auctions, which includes the number, the Superfractor Mike Trout card. So that card will be sold later on today, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Saturday or Sunday. Hopefully, if you're listening to this on Sunday, that you then listen to the next episode that should be live at some point on Sunday because I'll be talking about that. Actually, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll wait and hold that out for Mondays. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to be talking about the the bunch of the auctions cuz there's 
that card. There's a gold Mbappe card, PSA 10. There is a couple uh, LeBron R- rookie R- RPAs. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's the the Nolan Ryan card. The, there's a PSA 10, which is there's only one PSA 10, and it's being sold in these in this couple auctions. So I'll be talking about that on an episode coming up in the next few days. So. That's all I've got for today's episode. I want to thank you to everybody for listening on Spotify. If you're listening on iTunes, you want to go leave a review, that would be phenomenal. That helps out the show a ton. Uh, we had a bunch of reviews come in this week, so I want to thank everybody who went and left a review. Thank you, like I said, to everyone who is listening. Thank you for leaving reviews. If you want to go follow TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Reddit, Action Network, uh, podcasts, everywhere. So just go, go follow if you can. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.